on this week's episode. CMPs, they're so hot right now. MPI Orlando highlighted the event last week with a panel overlooking Orlando. What's over the edge? We dive in deep on who we have jumping off the Hyatt this year. And Sarah and Bree stop by to chat about custom fabrications. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bree. And you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to tape from the fishbowl at the Worldwide Headquarters of Expo Digital. It's an early Friday morning for us. You guys know we record on Friday for the Monday release, and it has been a tough one today. This was a challenge for you, huh? I think, hey, I mean, for me, I think for the table. Let's not yeah. put it all on yeah, me, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I am having a slow start this morning. Slow start. We're Tara. excited to have Tara Drews here. She's here filling in for Selena. Yes. Got I up am. on the wrong side of the bed this morning. I did. <laughs> she just didn't make her bed when she oh, got she didn't out. Make up. Oh, oh no, she no, didn't I make, didn't make, make bed. my bed. Yeah. Oh, she didn't I do make every bed. Okay. day. And I didn't do it because I've been traveling this week and I just was super tired. This it was morning. your brain saying, we'd like to come revisit this in a little bit. Exactly. Which I totally encourage, by the way. Thank you. I will keep you posted. Do you have any animals? Like, do you have a dog or anything? No. It would just make me want to take a nap more if you had if a dog. Had, if, yeah. Just because it gets What if I had like a pet fish? Would that be weird? David would like to actually borrow your pet fish a couple of weeks ago. The only kind of animal I'd ever want is a pet fish. Yeah. This was our question a couple of weeks ago. We said, what what animal, if you could have any animal as a pet, what would you get? He said, a goldfish. (laughs) I said, I'm sorry. Like in an Elmo fishbowl? Oh, you and your fishbowls. I am obsessed with Connoisseur. An Elmo fishbowl. Elmo? You tickle the fish? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that one before. No, Elmo has a... Oh, my God. My kids are 14 and 11. I mean, Elmo, the fish... You never had a Sesame Street fish. You didn't? I've heard of Elmo. I've never seen a fishbowl. He has a goldfish. I believe... Oh, like in the show? Yes. Original. I like that. Goldie. Okay. Well, we're going to have to look into that. Yeah, we're going to have to research that. Maybe I'll get one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'll episode? get you a fishbowl. <laughs> well, thank you. I believe I have them. <laughs> next, maybe next time you'll bring that for me. Yes. Put a little fish in it, too. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. All right, it. well, it's episode 155. Oh, my gosh. It, can you believe it? I feel so old. You are old. We're going to make it to like 160. Well, one of us is older than the rest, but really it's because you just had a birthday last week. Super old. I'm 41. That's pretty good. You yeah, look great. You made it this far. That's good. Yeah, That's no, you good. look great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. If this is your first time listening, give you an idea of what to expect. Recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. We have the fairy job mother usually. We have the fairy stepmother. We I have the so, yeah. fairy job assistant Solid today. Assistant. You can, you <laughs> got that. Uh, to highlight the available jobs, we chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossip within the meetings industry. And guests, we got two guests today. We are packed and ready to go. We got two guests. We had to set up an extra microphone. I know. Very rarely do we get to do that. But There's we have so the many cords on the table. There are. We got. That's okay. That's Everyone okay. that walks in to do the recording, they're like, wow, this is like. A thing, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of chords on the table. Yeah, we should probably get this more organized. But no, not, it's not I don't gonna think happen. so. We can Never bring it down happen. pretty quick. I think it's fine. No. So, Joe, who do we have as our guest today? I couldn't be more excited to welcome Sarah and Bree from Event Effects Group. Event Effects Group? Yeah, based here in Orlando. Well, not based in Orlando, but you guys are in Orlando, right? Correct. Are you based in Orlando, too? We are based in Orlando. We also have a South Florida location. Okay. And we're going to get into a lot more of that in a little bit, but 30 seconds or less, when do you want to chime in? What is Event Effects Group? Event Effects Group is a full-service production company, and we focus on furniture, decor, lighting, rentals, and our main focus is custom fabrication. Love that. What does that mean, custom fabrication? Well, it's a good thing that you asked, ladies. Oh, we build just about anything. If you can dream it, we can probably build it. So that's what it means. It means they can build it. Okay. Yes. So we learn something. Yeah. And if you build it, they will come. So it's a a full circle thing, you know? Benefits brings, makes the events. Yes. We make the things. They make your dreams come true is what it sounds like to me. We like to think that. Yeah. I'm here for it. All right. Well, we also highlight the events that are going on this week and the rest of the month. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share a podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Stitcher, Pandora, and Amazon. Uh, but most importantly, you can keep up with us, interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for. Type in swag and repeat and you'll find us. You did a lot of posts this week. I had fun this week. You there was a like really bad photo of me, so I posted it. And... Um, <laughs> I like to do that because I saw that. Yeah, if I post it, it's funny. But if somebody else posts it, it's rude. 
so exactly. i like to do that and it i thought it was hilarious so that's all that really matters well, one good. of y'all too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Was it was adorable. from the uh, mpi yeah, luncheon yeah. and i definitely did not look entertained but i really was entertained the whole time we're going to definitely get into that in a little bit but Great that event. photo did not capture the magic that was happening it did not it was just an awkward time somehow mm, yeah that happens sometimes. i didn't know i had an rbf but now i can be more conscious of it <laughs> <laughs> i like that okay <laughs> all right i'm one of your three hosts dave buckley about glass pally filling in for selena Mo- next we have tara drews hello i know her you? <laughs> i know you you've been on the show maybe four or five times six times i don't think that she's many, basically yeah. a regular she's carved her name in the, yes. in the table so we're so glad to have you the owner of i met management correct is that correct yes yes all right and we also have joe fostock expo digital good morning she's not off today she is here. i'm not off today she is here today Oh, thank you for coming in. Thank you for being a part of this. <laughs> absolutely, you. it means a lot. Yeah, thank you. All right. Plus, we have our two special guests, Sarah and Brienne, with Event Effects Orlando. Good morning. Good morning. Event Effects Group Orlando. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna add the Orlando part because why not? We can do that. All right. So we always start our show with a question of the week uh, to get the conversation going. So our question of the week is: What is the oldest thing in your house? And you cannot say yourself. Okay, plot twist. So earlier in the week, normally we don't get the heads up on what the question of the week is. And then he puts me on the in the hot seat and I have to figure things out. So earlier in the week, he goes, oh, I have a question of the week. And he actually sent it to us. And it was, what's the oldest thing in your house? And I was like, me. The answer is me, obviously. Um, and so that's why he said, not yourself. So Tara, what is the oldest thing in your house? Well, I can't say myself, but it, would, it wouldn't be. Um <laughs> What about my husband? Are you calling me out as the cougar? Because (laughs) that is still me. (laughs) Actually, thinking about it, the oldest thing in my house is um, my husband's side of the family is part German. And we have this um, stein, a beer stein, that has been passed down generations and generations. I love that. Yes, and now it's our son's. And um, yeah, that's probably the oldest thing in my house. Do you ever use it? No. Can't be used. No, no. No, no. It's like in the china closet or something. Yeah, it's a cabinet, actually, china cabinet. Yeah. It's do you have wait? No. Do you have a china cabinet? Yes, I do. Ladies, do you have china cabinets in your homes? I wish I did. Absolutely not. Do, you, <laughs> do your parents? No. Yes. <laughs> oh, actually, my mom does. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a thing that stops at so, at some point. Um, I'm not sure where that line is, but. I will, I'm just never going to have a china cabinet in my house. Like when I grow up, I'm never going to have that. Well, I think when you get to 40, you'll, you'll get one. Do I you have, have one? one. Yes, we do you have china? It's classic. Do I have china? No, it might be made in China. <laughs> <laughs> like that does not at count. the Target in China or something. But no, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't have it. No. I'm very traditional in that sense. Exactly. Like I have a perfume tray on oh. my room. How fancy. Yeah. I, well, it's not really fancy. Muffy, darling, I shall come over. <laughs> yes. I like that. I have afternoon tea. Okay. So a, a German Stein. That's impressive. Yeah. I like I'll that. I'll send you a picture. And it's actually above the China cabinet because it cannot be touched or. Challenge accepted. Got it. Okay. David, <laughs> going to you. All right. So we did. We I asked my wife about this question and it's actually. She's, Wait. So you did your homework before? I yeah. did. Well, I get. To, I asked the questions. I get to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a bookcase from when she was a little girl. A little Winnie the Pooh bookcase. Okay. One of the corners, and it has to be oldest because she's older than me. Your kids used it. They, the kids used it when they we were use kids. It, no, no, we use it like for games. We oh, put all okay. the games, board games, and stuff in it. So okay. That's forty-two years old. Wow. Mine's in the same realm. Um, ours is a toy chest. So on PJ's side of the family, um, they have this old toy chest that's been passed down, and so we're putting it into the baby room now. So that's our oldest thing that we have. I love that. Yeah, a little wooden wooden toy chest. Ladies? That's so sweet. Um, I was, first thing that popped in my head is my house. Um, My house was built in 1940, so it's like 82 years old. We're in like historic Winter Park. So it's amazing, and we love it, and we fell in love with the old charm, but what we didn't realize is first-time home buyers is old houses cause a yes. lot of issues. So yeah. um, if that one is not a real thing in your house because it is the house, I would say the first thing that popped in my head was I have this like crocheted, which I don't even know if that's the right term, but it's like a framed shield from my grandfather's fraternity. He was oh. a Sigma Chi oh, at Emory. Love some Sigma Chi's. I don't know who made it. I don't know how I got it. But I have it, and I, I just that. can. I made my own story of like some little like 
sorority thing that he was like, you know, maybe dating or seeing, like maybe made it for him. Oh, and I like so that. I that's not even the real story. story. It's so not the, this no. is the story we're using. Correct. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty sweet. That's even so better. So that might be like, I don't even know, 60 years old? Maybe? Yeah. Wow. You definitely yeah. need a China cabinet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's my dream to have a, a China cabinet. I just don't have the space. 1940s homes are not very big. Sure. So. Bring it about your house. So I'm actually gonna say the same thing. You also have a crocheted fraternity man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I do not. I do not. Um, but my house is also 1920s, and that was the wow. first thing that popped wow. into. We are just mind. so insane. Are you mind also great. in Winter Park? Uh, no, I'm actually downtown. Okay. Yeah, oh. kind of like Lake Cherokee area. Wow, she's got the oldest thing downtown. That's fantastic. Yeah. And people say there's no well. culture downtown. <laughs> Hello, we've got a 1920s house. Your house is 100 years old. That's yeah, impressive. That is do you throw your house a party? Uh, I did. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're having a 100 house party. We're having one tonight because we're celebrating me as well. Yes. Yes. I know. There's so many birthdays going on. Your house. 21st birthday today. Yeah. 21st birthday? I wish. (laughs) I was like, good for you. You are accomplished. I look like a slacker. (laughs) Broken dream. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. So events. Last week, we had a couple good events. There were some things going on last week, and they were... Pretty great start to the year. Yeah, let's kick it off with the MPI Orlando event at the balcony. Absolutely. So we had an amazing turnout. Uh, first off, let's talk about the venue. Uh, the balcony is one of my favorite go-tos just because it's a blank canvas and you can do whatever you'd like to it. And I've seen it in so many different ways. Uh, this one, we did a panel discussion. So uh, we built some long tables, had some wonderful mm-hmm. centerpieces that were sponsored by IMET. And uh, we had a great group of speakers, uh, both planners and suppliers, uh, talking about the current state of the union type thing. And one of those speakers was actually Sarah. So it's really Sarah was one of the timely speakers. that we have her here today. We can kind of go into that. But let's start with the venue. Any takeaways from venue, food, um, experience? Honestly, everything was fabulous. The turnout, I loved. I love the balcony as well. It's just a, it's such a, a special place and really um, beautiful in downtown. I love it. Um, but the food was fantastic by Arthur's. Um, the photography was great. Um, I, I, I loved the panel. It was it was a great conversation and it was actually, I think it was very productive and helpful and something that we need to move forward and work together. <laughs> so, so what the, were we talking about? So the panel basically highlighted the relationship between planners and suppliers and what the biggest challenges are right now in the industry and how we can move forward together for that. And I felt like this panel has happened before and I think it's every year you need to hear this because every year there's different pain points and we're at different places. Um, but it's funny that even Tara said she went to um, another event that did something similar. We're going to get into that, but it was yep. just a totally different outcome. So I'm really happy with the way that ours went. Um, I felt like it was great information. Everyone was super engaged. Like you look around the room and people are just like eyeballs stuck on this, this panel table. Um, and it was a lot of just really great information. And I think it's always great to see the other side of things, you know, and myself being a planner to kind of hear from uh, the suppliers and what, what, you know, hear their point of view and kind of, yeah, okay, you know what, but at the end of the day, we're all people, we're all working together in this industry and it's a partnership. And that's the that was the key takeaway. I think it's it's actually a relationship and a partnership built on respect. Just a little check in that you have every yes. year to kind of feel each other out, see how everything's yes. going. Sarah, as a panelist, what's one thing that maybe you took away from that whole experience? I thought it was amazing. I mean, as a supplier, anytime a planner gets up and speaks about the day to day or the struggles or their perspective, I mean, again, eyes glued. So I've been a supplier in this industry for. 12, 13 years now. So again, I've seen a lot of people speak. And so um, this definitely ranks on on the top of it all. I think that a takeaway is like, we're all kind of painting from the same things. Like you think in your day to day, like you're like, oh, I have this so bad, or, you know, I'm struggling with staffing, or I'm struggling with this. And you might think that you're the only one that is. And the reality is, is that it spans our industry in general. And planners aren't, you know, immune to that as well. So uh, that was a big takeaway for me. Yes, it seemed like staffing was one of the biggest issues and yes. also some of the trends where a lot of people were saying no now instead of how much business uh, that was a big take. That was a, yeah, that, yeah. Was a, it was a, I think it was a, a boundaries and what right. we are willing to accept and what and it's really difficult I think in our industry because we're so quick to say yes and I can do that and I can manage and I can figure that out but where do you actually kind of maybe draw the line to say hey 
you know what? That is something I can't do. Yeah, I think the biggest like surface level things were staffing and then um, booking times, like yeah, time windows and turnarounds. Yes. And those are things you're going to hear everywhere. But I was very excited to hear us go a little bit deeper uh, and talk about the no being okay. And, and that is very true. You only have enough bandwidth. And what are you going to do with your team? What are you going to do with, um, you know, your expertise and what is possible? And that's that's the thing is it's educating our clients on what is actually possible. It's that whole client budget, client expectation, you know, meme that you see all the time. And uh, this really dove into that. I'm glad that that's that topic is becoming more um, normalized because that it really has to. There's not yes. we, we can't. I mean, you guys can create magic, obviously, uh, your team, and, and dreams do come true. But at the same time, you need a time frame to be able to do that. Exactly. It doesn't I, happen overnight. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and I found it interesting. I believe it was um, – and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name – but the woman from MGM that said, we're not taking anything within the next 30 days. I thought that was super yeah. powerful. Yes. Like, no, I'm, we're not going to do that to our to ourselves and set ourselves up kind of for failure, mm-hmm. which is. And that has good- to be a, a conversation that starts at the top because yes. anybody in sales is like, oh, 16 Can hours. We got it. You know, <laughs> like, absolutely. So that has to be just like a, a huge piece of, of who they are and what they're trying to do. And it makes sense. Like you want to be able to put out a great product and you can't mm-hmm. do that in 30 days in some cases. So yeah. I respect that, that selection. And you know what, if you don't want to do that, then find somewhere else to go. But everyone right. else is booked. Well, and so. it just starts a chain effect because if the hotel is making those boundaries then the planner has to be held within those, which means then the supplier and everybody else is kind of all in the same boat. So it is a positive forward motion for change from what we used to do pre Yes. I couldn't imagine saying no to something with less than 30 days. I have no business at all. So. Well, you're temporary <laughs> staffing, so that right. makes sense. That's yeah. true. You, you would be out of the game like on that 30 one. minutes sometimes. Whereas I can't imagine trying to get a circuit and building an entire infrastructure for, for internet in 30 days. Like that would just, my engineers, if I said that, they would be like, bye, Joe. Thanks so much for working here. You, you know what is not popular anymore? What's that? Hybrid meetings. Oh, I got to be like, uh, no way. So uh, Sarah Solon was our moderator for the panel, and she always does such a great job. She's got such Fantastic. class and grace, yep. and um, even the hard-hitting questions, she somehow presents them like we're at Disneyland, and I appreciate that. Um, and she asked the question, so, and I just have to ask, are we still talking about hybrid? And the entire room was, like, was like, no, no, no we're not. No, we're no not. way. I think I out loud. I said it out loud. I didn't mean to. I meant to mouth it, but I did say it out loud. Well, one of the thoughts that I had, and you know, sitting in the audience, was was, you know, you're looking at, we have clients that ask us for, to plan an event and then they come along and say, well, can we add this element to it? You're really doing two events in one. Mm -hmm. And with one budget. With one budget. Yeah, we can do that. But I need, I need more money to make that happen. I need time and I need money. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I need your flexibility in that as well. Yes. And custom fabrication. And custom fabrication. definitely. Uh, But great (laughs) job to uh, Avenue Event Group for hosting us there at the balcony. Again, Sarah Solomon Productions was the uh, helping us with all the AV there. And it was just a fantastic group of people. Yes. And a big shout out to the event source for um, stepping in and helping us with our linens. We appreciate it. Arthur's Catering. I mean, Arthur's was Catering. So many was great, great people. Yeah. Expo Digital was the uh, education uh, sponsor. So, it really takes a village. I mean, it does take a village. Yeah. Yes. A fantastic event. Yep. All right. So, you got to go to Memphis this week. I did. This is Tara Juice. She got to go yes. to Memphis this yes, week. Yes, I did. For I'm IPEC? IPEC. It's the Independent Planner Education Conference. Okay. And that's by North Star. And it was a fantastic event. Where was this at? It was at the Peabody? It, at the Peabody in Memphis. Have you been? No, I've not. Oh my god! They used to have a Peabody there, don't they? It's the original, right? It's the original. Is such a beautiful building. It's such an iconic hotel. It just—I was in love within minutes. It was just so beautiful. The ballrooms were just classic, and it just—you don't see that kind of architecture, you know, these days. And I love the old style, and I. You know, it, the dance floors and a step up and it, the railings and the built-in stages. It was just beautiful. And then there were the ducks. So I could really go <laughs> on and on the about ducks. the ducks. I do miss the ducks. I went yeah. to go say goodbye to them. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Which, the, uh, interesting fact, and I knew all of these facts before I arrived, which some people thought was odd, but I felt it was perfectly normal. But I did normal. my homework. <laughs> <laughs> the ducks stay at the hotel and there is actually a structure, and it's not even a house. It is they call it the Duck Palace, and on the Duck Pal on the roof, there is um, there a is a, a replica of the hotel for, and it's two hundred thousand dollar 
<laughs> a replica of the hotel that the ducks live in. Yeah, they have a great um, life. They do have a good life, but it's only for three months because after three months, then they go back up to a farm. Uh, up to because isn't it always up to a farm? <laughs> never yeah. down. To we the don't farm. have any any farms down from here. There. You yeah. go up. So. Yeah, yeah. You do, yeah. They can only go up from here, right? <laughs> Been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> so the ducks were they were great, but something exciting, really exciting. On Wednesday, they had a new group of ducks. And they made their debut on Wednesday. Oh. So you got to meet um, the newest sweet. ducks. I got to meet the newest ducks. I didn't get to see it because I was in session, but I heard that they didn't really follow as well. But the yeah. night before, I did see when they got down their red carpet. Oh, my gosh. This group of ducks, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> they, were, they were the OG ducks. <laughs> they were they were like posing on the red carpet. It was amazing. But we hit, did, it. hit it. Well, I yeah. feel like the, you know, because the Hyatt Regency Orlando used to be the Peabody. Yes. And I remember the ducks in the red carpet and going on the roof because they had this like tennis court scenario where you would do outdoor events on. And the little duck holding area was up on the roof, but it was not a replica of the hotel. It was definitely just like a four-walled oh, situation. So the Orlando sure. Ducks got the shaft, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's probably why. In more ways that's than one, because they, they're not here. All the, money, yeah. all the money was spent in Memphis. They went back to the yeah. farm. Yeah, the money was spent in Memphis. Spent there you go. Yeah. You were saying they were hinting at an expansion for a new Peabody? Not an expansion, but a, yes. a second property. Yeah, so they're they, coming back? I believe the Orlando? Peabody is are coming back. I don't think Orlando yeah. was mentioned. I, th- I believe Vegas was mentioned, but um, yeah, they were talking about their their Megan comeback, so that's good to hear. Um, but just a great event. What was the, one of the hot topics there? You said pricing, right? Yeah, we discussed pricing, and um, as independent planners, where do we are? You know, are we doing hourly? Are we doing fixed rates? How are you know? Are we underselling ourselves? Are we giving away information for free? Are we giving away too much information for free? Um, and really, where do we stand? So, and. It, you know, are you happy with making an hourly or are you looking to grow your business and actually make a profit? So what was the consensus or consensus? It that? was, um, you know, it was it was it was mixed because some people are just happy being a one person show and that's what they want to do. But the people that are looking to scale their business, what I I ran into a, a few planners that I've met at previous events and um, someone had mentioned we're going to create a group and kind of work together and see how we're going to maybe rework our pricing. So I think that'll be a, that was a really good takeaway. Gotcha. All right. One other event last week, we had the Visit Orlando Morton's Lunch. I'll tell you what, I arrived early for this lunch, um, mainly because I somehow thought I was 1130 and it was 12. So I came over and I said, you know, I'm going to go to Publix really quick. And I went to Publix. I went to the bakery section because it was Mr. David Bucklew's birthday on Thursday. Um, And so I said, I'm going to get him a little birthday cupcake. And who do I see in the bakery but Megan Haddock? And I said, Megan, hello. How are you today? I'm here to get David a cupcake. And she said, how funny. I'm here to do the same thing. And I said, well, isn't that fun? And then we saw Kai Carter. And I said, Kai, what are you doing here? He goes, I'm here for Red Bull. So he was not there for the cupcake. But um, we got into the luncheon and David had a whole like spread for where it had a seat with all these things. So many desserts. Yeah, yeah. Um, But back to the luncheon, I guess there was a lot of energy in the room. About 80 people were RSVP'd for. There was like 150 there. You're really bad at this, but there was was 80. Uh, Mike Waterman (laughs) told me 80. That's the only reason I go with it. But uh, Mike Waterman was our speaker for the event, which I'm a big fan. I don't know about you guys, but Mike Waterman has all the information. He does. And uh, he's a a good guy to be around. So he also gets to the point, which I appreciate. And he travels a lot so he can see, like, where other communities are um, in comparison. And in 2021, we had what 59.3, 59.6 million visitors. Um, and he's ready to basically blow those numbers out of the water, um, for 2022, which those numbers haven't been released. Yeah, basically yet. we've, rec- we've already recovered in every type of segment, except maybe international travelers, so, which is expected in 2024. Right. He was saying and maybe even by the end of this year, mm-hmm. it was some of the flights is what they're waiting on. yeah the uh, basically the, the inbound flights are making sure that they can fill the flights before they start the flights which i totally get i understand that but even without that when i was talking to him before his presentation i said without that international travel we're still over 100 percent of where we were year over year so i mean yes it is going to be very important to have that that's a lot of the corporate business that we are missing um and as well as leisure but i think we're I mean, we're doing just fine, um, to be honest with you. And what I thought was really uh, impactful, and I mentioned it at a meeting I had after, was 
the staffing, they said that um, staffing is at 99% of where it was pre-pandemic. And that's where it is because that's where it needs to be. He said it's not going to get to 100 because they realize they don't need as many housekeepers because they're not changing rooms every night. They're doing it every couple of days and like all of these things. And I thought that was so interesting. And it, it makes sense because every time that we have a job opportunity, like there's plenty of jobs out there, but people are, are staffed. Like everyone is staffed. They're just creating new positions and trying to rethink their structure of things. But 99% is huge. Like, it's, and, I mean, it's, it's practically 100. It's so. the immediate response. Oh, what, what's the struggle right now? Staffing. It's not a it's not. not in Orlando. Maybe in not other in cities. Orlando. Yeah, yes. specifically in Orlando. Um, you know, I think that we're just we're we're rocking and rolling. We're looking great. And I mean, I'm not shocked because we had what like a, a hiccup of a time that we were down and out, and then we came right back. So uh, we're definitely still a year ahead, maybe two years ahead of some of the communities. So 80 million visitors this year. You think? I mean, 76 was our number. Prior. I think 78. 78. I, yeah. I'm gonna go 80. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Terry? I'm going to go 82. Wow. Higher. Higher. Optimistic. Okay. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. <laughs> um, All right. Well, we got that. Yeah. And we'll find that out. And is that the May luncheon that we get that one? Or is that? I think so. Because their fiscal year ends in May. September. Yes. So May would be the lunch. So what about events next week? We got GMF. They're going to be at American Social for an after hours. I'll Mace. be there. Oh, you will. I'll be at GMF. Yeah. Yes. Nace is going to be at Excelsior Axe Throwing for a networking I event. know. This was the whole debacle. I was like, yeah. oh, well, which one? But I had already registered for GMF. Yeah. So yes. I put these events on the same day. Oh, you can't make them both. And if you yeah. are, then put it out early so that I can make sure I go to, you know, gotcha, all gotcha. of them. Uh, CFWA will be at Venue 1902. Glittering Hour will be at Shop Moda on the 8th of February. On the 9th of February, we had the iDrive Chamber at Wyndham, Orlando doing their general meeting. And then the big event. The big event is that afternoon. So, well, it's like back-to-back big events. So, the ninth is the day that you just don't go to work. So, the ninth is, yeah, just don't even show up. Take everything from your cell phone. So, Thursday the ninth, you've got the iDrive Chamber luncheon. And then at like four o'clock, you have Visit Orlando, or I'm sorry, Experience Kissimmee is doing their event at Mango's for the Travel and Tourism, um, U.S. Travel and Tourism Association is having a speaker at Mango's. Following that, you have the Visit Orlando event that's at magic so there's so much to do that i'm going day. straight magic are you i'm yeah. driving back from miami that morning and going straight to magic Damn, you're busy okay i am that's a lot of work all right well that's event. we got a lot more events in february we'll get check to them out on our week. social media platforms you'll see all of our calendars available for facebook and in uh, our instagram account all right it's time for the fairy job mother okay fairy here. job assistant ready for it. yes what do we got for job ones? all right so we're going to start off with the, um event service manager for signia fi hilton and Orlando Bonnet Creek and World of Astoria. So you I, have to be it for all three of those? Don't ask her questions. Her She's off. just Sorry. reading You're not screen 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 <laughs> yeah. Save the questions for next week. Gotcha. No, just save your questions for the end. Like, when we stop it. Don't interrupt. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Drew. <laughs> the Hyatt Regency is looking for an event planning manager. Um, Marriott International is looking for a senior event manager. Walt Disney World is looking for a catering guest experience manager. um, Visit Orlando. Our friends at Visit Orlando are looking for a trade show and events senior event planner. Lots of jobs out here. Um, University of Central Florida is looking for an events assistant. Charge on. Yes. And I believe that's a temporary role. I don't know what that means. uh, Well, I know what temporary means. I don't know what that means. (laughs) In short term. (laughs) Yes. And last but not least, as my daughter would say, Universal Orlando Resorts is looking for a sales manager in event sales. Bree and Sarah, what about so, you guys? Any jobs at that we know of? Oh, at Eventifex. <laughs> I think we're always hiring for our warehouse and crew and needs okay. of that sort. Expedigital is also looking because, like we said earlier, Orlando Corporate loves the account executive role. <laughs> we are looking for one for our hotel properties. Got you. You got the accountant, though. We had an interview with an accountant yesterday. I didn't get to meet her, but apparently she's the same height as me, so that's cool. Sure. Nice. I like her already. Yeah. <laughs> she she can't look down to me. All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But um, oh, thank you. I'll be here all day. Thank you so much for the jobs. All right, so a big congratulations. We move into our promo section to Ashley and Eric Schmidt of Experience Kissimmee and their new baby girl, Kelsey. So cute. They went for their first walk this week. I feel like I just live through everyone's social media platforms and I can be there with their family as the baby grows. So I just love that. (laughs) That's great. All right. Access was named as a finalist in the BizBash Event Experience Award for Best Event Decor. 
Good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, that is fantastic. That's great. All right, time for sports ball with Selena. Well, Tara Juice today. Yes. What do you got sports wise? Well, it you know those games yesterday were fantastic. <laughs> we don't care about football no, anymore we don't because, care the because the Jaguars are out. Well, Jaguars are out, and for me, the Giants are out. So you know what? Let's get down to what's really important. Okay. Windermere Little League. <laughs> <laughs> Windermere Little League. All right. Windermere Little League spring season is coming. And just this last Saturday, we had um, our skills day, which is also known as really tryouts. Okay. Everybody makes it. So big, <laughs> a lot out. of big things happening in Windermere. So, you know, once those games get started, this baseball mom is ready to go. I have questions. Yeah. Um, yes. Because I am going to have Here, to live this I will life. allow questions Thank on you this. so much. Um, <laughs> in the next decade, I have to prepare for this. Yes, so, yes. I got you. What is that like? commitment wise is that like a saturday morning game such and that's it are there practices oh no how oh, oh no oh no what what am i what, what am i walking into with well baseball well first of all i have to say windermere little league has a great organization there's, where they'll come and pick your kid up and then like you know, no, no. Oh. it does not work practice, that way sorry no. there there's usually one practice a week and a weekday game in, in the evening and then a saturday game. oh but that's under the tent. So that's one friends, kid. That's one if kid. You have yeah. multiple kids. But that's some of our you most got, of our friends do travel ball, which they're all over the place. I can't. You've I can't given up on that. life. Yeah. You, yeah. I you can't. dedicate you, your life yeah, and you travel. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Sarah, you have you have children? Yeah, I have two little girls, one and a half and three and a half. Okay, so, so you're we're not, not quite there. Quite there. We did do yes. soccer shots at two years old, which is just the funniest thing. Yes. <laughs> we went to I think half of the sessions and that's cute. yeah. yeah but, and how many children do you have? Like three of these. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what, yeah. I feel like once you go past two, then it's just a blur. Yeah. yeah. They do the girls do like gymnastics, not gymnastics, uh, ballet. And that's <laughs> that's during the day, like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Okay. And my son does football. It's three days a week. Yeah, and then you have the weekends and yeah. Uh, give and up. Again, give travel. up Sunday. Yeah. Nope. You know, I heard recently one of my mom friends was talking about baseball or basketball. I don't know. And they one of the balls, one of the balls, <laughs> and they like have eradicated the word tryout and now are calling things evaluations. Yes, is that that is true? Yeah, okay. that's what that. That's Basically what happened what last Saturday. Yeah. yeah, skills evaluation. I want to be like, son, you didn't make it. I'm like, I, sorry. I remember you that. Get it from your dad. You weren't like, good enough. The list <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. Like, when you tried out for something. Yes. And then you cry. Right. right. Well, and you call your friend, and if she didn't make it, then it's like even worse. Right. You get a lot of soda, some popcorn, and you talk yeah. about boys. Like, it's fine. You need to not make it sometimes. I'm sorry. I, I, well, unpopular opinion. You need to not make it sometimes yeah. to be able to move past it. A little ejection is good. I, a lot of it in my household. I mean, look at me. Look how I turned out. <laughs> I got rejected all the time. I'm still getting rejected. So, Joe, you're not one for everybody gets a trophy. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. I Well, mm, I want everybody to get a trophy at the end of the year because they were on the team and they committed to it for the year. I yes. want them to get that yes. trophy as a keepsake saying... I played baseball in 1995. Yes. What I don't want is for everybody to go out there on the field and you sat in the outfield the whole time and like played with yeah. your glove, but you get to be the MVP. Sorry, kiddo. Yeah, no, 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 no. That does not happen. Rose, you're not. Let's with, go. We normally they <laughs> give out the yeah. coaches give out game balls. So if somebody had a really amazing game, that's like okay, you got a game ball, and I like okay. that. That's but fine. I will tell you, my daughter. Do- this isn't sports related, but it's drama related. Oh, and- I love this. Yeah, here for it. <laughs> so my daughter is in fifth grade, and she had her drama auditions, and they were true auditions because this year for the spring production of Susical Junior. I love this conversation already. Musical right? Junior. Okay. Junior. Keep it coming. Yes. So um, there were something like, I believe, 67 kids that auditioned. And there were only, I think, 45 spots. So there were some kids that did not make drama club for Musical Junior. So there was like one kid, two kid. And there was definitely like a, a blue kid. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Did you um, try out or do the evaluation for Seasickle Junior? No, but I, I think that I should be a guest judge for sure. Like, get yes. off the stage! Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't you do that. Be there with the hook. <laughs> oh my god! Please hire me. And you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Next, and we're good here. Thanks. No unpopular opinions that I right. have in my household. I do have one more um, okay. sports comment, and I happened to see this last night. Cooper Flag is 16 years old, and he was named the youngest. He plays um, basketball. Um, from what I hear, he's a small forward. I don't know what that means. He is a sophomore, 16 years old, and he was named USN, US, 
It's okay. We can edit. USA's Men's Athlete of the Year, and he was the youngest to to ever have got, got Where this is he award. from? Is he from Orlando? No, he's not from Orlando. Oh, okay. Um, he I believe he was born in Maine, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere like Maine that. Too. Yeah, but he goes to school here. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he has an Orlando tie. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're wondering yeah. where you got this information yeah, from. So, <laughs> um, the local news. The last news. Night. Okay. 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 Thank you, Wesh, for the tagline. I was going to say he's going to be cited on the Yes. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, so, the, yeah. the no important question, though, is who's going to win the Super Bowl? Okay. So, I had a dream about this. This is last before night. the f- games this weekend. Yeah. So right. So, we don't know. There's four teams left. There's four teams right now. Right. So, I had a dream last night. That and this is probably why I didn't get very good sleep because I'm dreaming about this kind of stuff and the Jaguars aren't involved, so who cares? Um, the Giants, not the tonight, I'm thinking about the Giants, yeah, the Chiefs and the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, and I know this because I was at a site visit in my dream and I hooked the, the sales manager up with a lead for both teams for them to stay there and have full food and beverage and all the things. Like, I don't know why, but or obviously how you had that power. I don't, I mean, clearly I know people, um, <laughs> which I do know a lot of sports connections and team dinners like that part. I understood, but I don't know how this all ended up, but Eagles and chiefs, I'm calling it. And you're calling it Eagles. Yes. Eagles to win. Okay. What about you? Tara? Eagles versus who? The what? Who will there's they play? More, wait, there's more I have to give. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh, now I am really channeling my inner Selena <laughs> in the Jaguars. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the same. I think Eagles, Chiefs. Yeah, Eagles, Eagles. Yeah, Eagles to win. I thought that's was your question. Bree Daly, what do you got? I'm just here for the Super Bowl party. If we're being honest, yes. you just want them both I to have that. fun. I love that. It's a good Super Bowl party. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Sarah? I, I have. I have no idea that it was even coming up. Um, (laughs) I would say, well, my husband doesn't watch football, thankfully. We're a Formula One household, so talk to me about Grand Prix, and I will have something to say. But I would say, um, I I didn't even know the Eagles were part of it, but I would root for them because Mike, our production manager, is diehard Philly. Like, when he introduces himself, he says, hi, I'm Mike. I'm from Philly. He is very (laughs) lives. Yeah, and yeah, fly Eagles fly. We hear a lot of that in our office. My so. husband decided that it was time to hang up an Eagles flag outside of our house, and I didn't. I didn't give the go-ahead or participation trophy for that. That was. Um, it's large. It's really? probably the same size as my body. Yeah, you can't um, be from Philly and be chill about the no. Eagles. No, so. and I did ask. I said, "Well, um, let's just look into this because let's not forget the Jaguars are also in the playoffs." So, wondering why the Eagles flag is already flying. He said, "When you win a Super Bowl, you can put your flag up." <laughs> Wow. Touche. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll Ouch. wait to order that. Um, so there's that. David, what do you think the predictions are? I want the Bengals to win it. Okay. They're not going to. It's going to be the Eagles versus the Chiefs. I okay. think the Chiefs will win. Guys, wow. you heard it here, guys. But I want the Bengals. Okay. No real reason. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. We got that. All right. Let's go into uh, news good. stories. New hotel announced. W by Marriott. Yeah, I saw some comments on this. So they they announced that W is going to be the new uh, concept that's going to be on Epic Property, actually, right? So that's, it is on property. That's what they made it seem like. And the okay. whole comment section was like, oh, how is Lowe's going to feel about that? Clearly, they've had conversations, people. Like, <laughs> if it's already confirmed, like, let's not go back in time. Like, it's, like, it surprise, is what it is. Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Lowe's is not going to be surprised by this information getting See, out. See, I thought, but I did not read the article. I thought it just overlooked it. So it was like property next door to it. Maybe. Which, there's nothing Makes even more that. sense as to why Lowe's is not upset about it. Yeah. You know? Hey, congratulations. We're bringing a W back to Orlando. It's going to go I right there. I love that. I love you know? the W. It's just. They have a signature scent. Yes, they mm-hmm. do. Did we have a W before? It was on Universal, wasn't it? I believe so. We had a, I didn't know we had a W. I didn't know that either. I didn't either. Yeah. Did I make that up? Maybe. We're gonna need to fact check this. We need yeah. Selena for that. We'll yeah. Was it a Weston? There was, was a, a W. Yeah, across from the convention center, it was a Weston. Oh, it was a Weston. Yeah. Okay. On okay. Universal. Yeah. Okay. Yes, got you. Okay. So it starts Close. with a W. Or right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just call it the W one, like the Hilton's <laughs> H one. It's fine. And now yeah. it's like condos or tiny yeah, shares. It's, yeah. It's really <laughs> it was odd. a great. It wasn't that bad. But. All right. One more thing before we get to our guests. So get ready. You know, warm up your voices and stuff. La 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 la. We announced this week over the edge, which we are a four-year participant in. At least, yeah. This is our fourth year. You did it twice, Teresa. I'll say I did it once. Yep. So this is our fourth this year. This is our going. fourth year. I will never do it. I won't ever. I will be on the ground. I will watch. Yes, I've I've made them all from the ground. I've watched. Yes, we have two contestants. 
Very you say contestants, ex- participants, no. two participants, repellers, jumpers, two volunteers yes. that are going jumpers. I don't think you should call them jumpers. I don't want to call them jumpers. No, nope, they're going to help raise money for Give Kids the World Village. It's one of the um, charities that we like to give back to every year, and it's for probably OVA. our favorite charity. That I think we, so. we support yeah, the most. I, oh my gosh! By far, Omar, same, we're good same, friends with him. Uh, the fundraising has begun. We announced that we have Amanda Champanda Feliciano. I love it when you do that. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and then we have Gabby. We need a McNeil. We don't we have need a, a middle name for her. Yeah. Oh, well, we have to figure it out before not April Stabby. 15th. That's not a good one. I don't know. <laughs> Gabby Stabby McNeil. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, they're both aggressive. trying to raise $1,000, which is easily attainable. I yeah. Mean, well, Amanda's already at 400 there. Yeah. They're yeah. on their way. So Amanda's already raised over 400 and Gabby is just shy of 300 So we're on our way. We've got uh, about 30 days for them to get there so your help I think you got even more than that because it's not till april i mean i'm trying to give people a deadline well we're going to do a fundraising no day. i think after this airs we're going to see a huge increase well and Jumps. i heard about this from the one of your past um episodes but like can you just give a little like synopsis of what exactly this is because i had never heard of it before oh wow okay yeah oh. so do you want me to do it yes please. okay yeah. so give kids the world village um is you know obviously a local charity what they do annually to raise money is this thing called over the edge and what you do is you go up to the 28th floor or 32nd floor. It's really high up. Of the Hyatt Regency. Where the ducks used to be. Where the ducks used to live. (laughs) And you rappel down the side of it. So you raise money to be able to do that experience and all that money goes back to the organization. Um, So we've been doing it for four years. It's awesome. It's super fun. Um, And we have two people doing it this year. So you basically just... But more than that, we're there to support. You guys set up shop, Mm -hmm. right? We do a show from there. Yeah, we do a show from there. And there's a bunch of us from the community that come out and, um, you know. Meet you at the bottom. Yeah, we'll meet you at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a great event. It really is. It's a lot of fun. I'm so happy I went to um, support my friend Joe last year. And to see her, I was petrified for her. I, I would like, be just too. Get just get down. Just get down. Just get down. Yeah, it, I don't know is why. Is something you would do though? No, I think Brie would do it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, she's the adventure girl. I have a I lot am. of questions. Okay. Yes, yeah. please. What did you do to prepare for that? Is there some sort of training? Um, so It's like a six-month <laughs> course, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, they give you a waiver and um, <laughs> and a bottle of tequila. Yeah. And push you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you really do. You sign a waiver and then you go to this like... I'll call it like a 10 minute like information session and like you already have all your gear on and you are up on not all the way you have to climb up scaffolding to get to where you're going to actually repel over yeah, nope. but that's where I would be scared beyond belief hard, no. I would lose it then but on the actual like where you come out of like a window to go onto the roof they have like a little session set up so that it's like all right sit on the ground put your feet against this wall this is what it's going to feel like and then like you like lean back and stuff and then they show you like how to use like the mechanisms on the um repelling you know Joe, what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I'm now I'm having flashbacks of last year. Didn't your ropes get a, like a little uh, tangled or something at one point? Yeah, I, and that made me like super nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first year I did it, the guy next to me was having a whole scene, um, and he was freaking out. So I was trying to calm him down while also getting myself to safety. Um, <laughs> but I like kind of just stayed with him and went with him most of the way down, so he would cool it. And then this year, I was like, I'm going fast as time wins. I don't care. So I was like, just like a straight down, didn't really care. But in doing so, I picked up too much speed and my ropes got a little bit twisted because it was really windy. Remember, it was like super windy. It was. So the first year it rained, which was real fun up against the windows, like with your shoes, like trying to stay onto the surfaces there. And this time it was really windy. So my ropes got a little bit twisted. And at that point, you basically just stop what you're doing. You hold your arms out and you're just like not holding on to anything. And the um, top and bottom uh, people that are volunteering from the actual over the edge team, they kind of sort things out. And then once they give you the go ahead, you can continue down. So you don't have to have any type of experience in any way. Um, They kind of guide you through the whole thing. Yeah, they do. But uh, us being on the ground, we were like, why'd she stop? Why'd she stop? What happened? What happened? Why did that rope snap? (laughs) Should that have happened? Right? She's both ropes or no? We have two participants right now. We should probably keep it that way. So, yeah. Um, it's a great event. Start with you, end with two. That's yes. the goal, right? It seems that is like Brienne wants to be part of the short list for next year. If I can get on a wait list somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, you the thing is, can. Well, here's what happens is people go, I totally want to do this. And that's like right after the event. They're like, everybody's amped up. I was super excited. And then we go, all right, call for repellers. And suddenly, like, everyone Crickets. forgot that they said that. You know, yeah. like, mm, where are you at, kid? So. Uh, around the end of this year, we'll be looking for next year, probably. So, so. Brie and Joe. 
Yeah. 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 I think we got to do two now. Blonde Island. Just, yeah. <laughs> straight down there. Yes. Absolutely. Well, and Omar, all right, so because we've been doing this for so long and Omar's a big fan of the show and he's been on the show a couple of times and he always stops by during the event and talks to us about the organization and the fundraiser and all of those things. I already talked to him and he's going to let our people go at the same time together. So that way oh. we can, you know, obviously not have to wait around as long and they can experience together things like that. How long so, does it take to go, like, start to finish from when you... It depends begin. on your crown of confidence yeah. um, that you are wearing. And I would say if my ropes didn't get tangled, it would have been, like, 28 seconds. Like, it was oh, going... Wow. Um, it was going really yeah, fast. That's, that's a little bit more palatable. It's a long 28 seconds. But the, fir- but the first time that I did it, it was probably seven minutes. Like, it was, it was a while. Because, I mean, you're going at your own pace. And also... The structure of the building, I don't know how much you guys know about the architecture of the Hyatt Regency in Orlando, but <laughs> it, it, it's not flat. So as you're like bouncing down the wall, you have to bounce over a ledge and then come into the building more because that's how the building is is created. So you end up kind of flopping around like a fish a little bit. There's, it, what's really fun is when there's like kids or somebody in the windows as you're going down like the rooms, like the guest rooms, and they're like, hey, you know, waving at you or whatever, things like that. So it's a really cool experience. Um, I definitely advise anybody that is up to it to to think about doing it. All right. Well, we got Sarah. We've got Bree. Let's do it. We've got the ladies from Event Effects Group, Group mm-hmm. Orlando. I'm yeah. adding that. All the things. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started here in Orlando. I know you, it's a South Florida company that came up here in Orlando. Did you just see a need or were you getting requests and you're like, we can't bring that truck up anymore? Like, walk us through that part. <laughs> Gas prices. You know? yeah, Gas. Right? <laughs> so it's a little bit interesting. I originally was working at a destination management company. And so I was actually using Eventifex, like hiring them as my vendor at the time. And they were constantly coming up to Orlando, heading over to Marco. And I heard a little birdie say they were going to open an office up here. And I was like, I want in on that. So uh, I was able to join the team. And uh, just about six months ago, we brought Sarah on. And Sarah and I actually have a very interesting backstory because please tell us. my first internship uh, was at a furniture rental company and Sarah was my boss. Yes. This happens so often. This is so, wasn't it like Selena and Gabby Marino that had kind of a similar Uh situation? Like it's so crazy how our industry plays out. I know. So Brie, how long have you been with the company then? About three and a half years. Okay. And then about six months, Sarah? Right. Yeah. I started last summer. Okay. Yeah. But I would say what brought EventFX to Orlando was you kind of hit it on the head was people were finding out about everything we were doing in South Florida and they wanted, you know, the DMCs and the planners, you know, saw it either at their other events. You know how, like, DMCs have locations in Orlando and other places, specifically South Florida. So they were seeing some of the events that were going on down there and then they they were paying to truck it all up here to Orlando. And so um, once that kind of got to be a very high level of, a piece of the pie for us it it just made sense to kind of get a brick and mortar here and to be honest you know the growth even with covid considering i mean we opened our doors in the fall of 2019 so pretty much like the preface to covid and so right. we, we kind of stalled out there but you know we have since gained back that and so i was talking to someone at, i think at the mpi event about how we're kind of in our like sophomore junior year here in orlando and we're just we're absolutely killing it and i think that um our brand is kind of getting more and more out there and we're growing so we're getting bigger warehouse Honestly, space. it's the timing is perfect yeah it, it is it's been amazing i can i come from furniture rental background um i was at a national uh, furniture rental company for 11 years and so I think what Brie has to offer and bring to the table is very um, different. It's kind of an X factor because she was in DMC world for 10 years and now she's in the supplier role. And so some of the things and some of the thoughts that go through her head when she puts together a proposal or has conversations or even sparks up a design is unparalleled. Um, There's not a lot of suppliers that have that kind of informational background um, and expertise. And not to mention, she's the CMP people. So (laughs) that is a big deal. I'm very big about designations and you know, when you get introduced, like that should be an extension of, of your name. So it's Brianne Daly CMP. I will do it for <laughs> you, girlfriend. We're big fans over here. Yes, yes. 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 Well, we are too. Our so. alphabet soup yes. onto ours okay, too. Okay, perfect. Yes. Yeah. I think that that's a missed opportunity. I feel like everybody should, you know, be introduced that way because it, it means something. I agree with you. And I actually just had this conversation because I am also a CMP. I'm also a GTP, which is um, a global travel professional with GBTA. 
But so my question was, do we add those to on to like a metal name tag? I think so. Sure. I think so, too. Because then I was like, but then I was like, oh, my gosh, is that like too much? Is it should just be on the business? I mean, what's too much is the preparation that you put into it. It's worth I mean, you put in time and effort and you deserve that. You achieved that. It should be on. I mean, in any other industry, I think that they show up when you go to your doctor, you know, they have. Good point. Good point. So why should it be different? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, everybody has has it and yep. it's it's not gonna it's gonna it might lose a little bit of its weight if we act like it's not a big deal and so it's true and hey i'm not shy about saying it took me three times to pass the exam yeah it's not easy but, what, times, yeah, but yeah. one of one of the reasons is because the first time i went in yeah i kind of gazed over the books but i didn't really take it seriously because i was like i've been doing this for years yeah but what How we know isn't what the book says so but, yeah, yeah <laughs> what i was doing for years wasn't necessarily the right the, yeah. the right thing <laughs> or yeah. the correct thing to do so i i take a lot of pride in that and once i became a CMP, I couldn't wait to plan my first event because I was now a CMP. Now that you're Good saying that, is it five years you have to renew? I need yes, to, yes, yes. I need to Did look you, at that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Mark> as well. <laughs> I'm like, now that we're talking about it, what yeah. year was that that we did that? Yeah. Yeah, it took me two times. And this was, um, I mean, you go to the facility and that's intimidating in itself. Just mm-hmm. trying to go to like a testing facility. If you've yes. never had that experience, like save yourself. Just now you're allowed to do it at home and like with a proctor and all those things and you can live your best life and it's but fine. But there's a lot of restrictions with taking it at home. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. So I've always taken it um, at the Fairfield in a Coe. Okay. So I took my GTP there as well. So now it's just like good luck because it's just easier for me to get out of the house. Yeah. Have a clear space and, um, and get myself together. But yeah. I don't I, like the testing I, center. <laughs> I went to the testing center twice. And the first time I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I didn't pass. A lot of people don't pass their first time. And then the second time that I didn't, I thought I was prepared. And I really, like, I wasn't. And everybody thought I couldn't get out of that testing center quick enough because I was devastated. Yeah. I went with Selena, who passes everything. And so <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's right. like, oh, yeah, I passed. Like, I missed it by one. But, <laughs> oh, but before I found that out, before we even took the test, this is what happened. This, I got into my mind because the person next to me was like going for this ridiculous doctorate certification that like to save lives. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> over here trying to figure out like how much tea I need. Yeah. You yeah. know? What, for like a breakout. How, many, how you much know? coffee? How many gallons of coffee yeah. do you need? Yeah. Now, did you guys take the training class? With Adrian Six? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I did not. I took, um, I was with Joanne Dennison who is like the fairy godmother of CMPA, I feel. And Adrian is wonderful as well. Yes. But I just didn't I, didn't... I think with MPA, I mean, we offer that as an extension, you know, with Adrian's whole course. And she's had a success rate of like 96% of her yeah. students. Oh, there's absolutely no way I would have passed without it. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. I, that and Nicole Alley's study guide is what I had. So it was nice. like color-coded. If you, if anybody knows Nicole Alley, Roseberry, the, now like she um, is very organized. And so I had like a color-coded study like, guide need that to was know like this stuff 80 pages yeah. thick and i was like this feels like the book but it was actually like much more digestible yeah. um but yeah. here but, nor there we all need to read yeah, yeah. back to what sarah's saying yeah we work hard for these things and we should be you know we should be proud of it yes. and just because it happened a couple of years ago or longer or whatever we still need to remind well, ourselves like right. hey, wait a minute and it, you had to, you have to like instill in the new the new generations that this is something to aspire to because yeah. if if they aren't going to networking events or they're not hearing a speaker or they're not mentored by someone who has a designation, then like they may never even know that there's yeah. an option for that. And then it's not going to seem enticing because, you know, nobody talks about it and it, it isn't, you know, a stand apart yeah. thing for their career. So. Yeah. Bree, I have a question for you. Yeah. So after you took your CMP, were you, were you a mentor to anybody? Did you? I helped a couple of friends who were taking it. Yeah. Like I had given my notebooks and notes mm-hmm. and the whole color coded situation yeah. Yeah. Uh, to a couple of different friends and things. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say I sat down and, you know, went yeah. page by page yeah, yeah, yeah. of no, teaching by was, any means. I, I kind of did the same thing and mm-hmm. which just gave those um, kind of here's what to expect. Because yeah. Especially when it's a first time and people are just so overwhelmed. Oh, absolutely. Um, but just kind of like, hey, it's okay. Take a deep breath. Like, this is what I did when, because sometimes you just get in your head in those testing moments. Well, and I think you were right in saying that you have to learn how to take the test, not yes. so much just the knowledge, like mm-hmm. whatever you know. I think they say it on the first 
yeah. you know, when you sit sit into that uh, class for the first time, Take they everything say, you know, and throw, throw it out the window. Out the window. Yeah. You need to and learn like, how the book what? is. What? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was prepping for this this whole time. No, all right. <laughs> I thought my yeah my eight years experience in real life scenarios is going to get me through. Yeah. Well, no. it's funny. We actually just had a new intern start this week, and we were talking with her one day at lunch, and uh, we were like, oh, so like, what kind of things do you want to learn while you're here? And she had said she's like you know, we haven't really focused on the special event side yet. Like right now they're really focusing on like the hotels and things like that. And I was like, oh, there's a whole nother side to this. So mm-hmm. it was just interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, what they're I teaching love, now. I know. Yeah. I would yeah. love to go back to the curriculum at Rosen and just now as an adult and someone who's been experienced and just be like, what are we well, learning? What am I digesting <laughs> yeah. in here? you're yeah. not paying attention. I mean, you're in college and you're in your 20s and you're you waiting know. for your bar class. Uh, right. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I heard there's a bar class. There is. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's like, so fun. The wine class. Yeah. The wine class. I feel yeah. like every, okay. Either there's a very small amount of classes at this college or everyone <laughs> takes a wine class. Well, I mean. Wine or beer. Listen, yeah. whatever is going to validate you driving from East Orlando all the way to Rosen College on Universal, you can have a little one ounce of wine in your class. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. It's and I love it. going over there. I just love being on whether we're, we're working with the student chapters and I love talking to the students. And a few of us a couple of weeks ago went over and judged um, the competition, the hospitality. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Amazing experience. Mm-hmm. I was one of the judges and seeing these high school students and it's just like, oh my gosh, you guys, you guys killed it. Yeah. Like the program has blossomed it's like beyond, I think, what maybe they even expected. But I think it's a testament to Orlando as a, It wouldn't a work anywhere huge, else. It, well, Vegas. Cornell, I feel like, <laughs> well, is yeah. always the thing. They're like, we're the top hospitality. That's what I mean in my day, which was very long time ago. Again, our intern, Caitlin, I was telling her when I graduated Rosen, and I was like, Lord have mercy. Like, that's a long time ago. But um, it's grown so much, and it's something to be prideful for. Um, but the flip side of it is that it's no longer – um, a differential to be a Rosen grad. Like it's infiltrating our um, job force here. And so you have to do more than just say, oh, I'm an alum from the Rosen College because right. that only gets you so far. You really have to stack the deck with your experience. All right. Well, to get back to event effects. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. We want to talk a little bit more about what you guys do and um, this custom fabrication. I know. That's, that's the buzzword. That that's I a feel great like that's going to be the title that, of this. A hundred percent. It's already been written. We written never out. know yeah. what the title is going to be until the end. Yeah. So. Yeah. Custom <laughs> fabrication? I, I, is is that I, something that's different? or Because, I mean, there are other people that do event furniture yeah, and stuff I like mean, that. But. I would say the way that we do it is different. I think that custom fabrication in events for a rental company is not a new idea. But it really is kind of the marriage of engineering and design put together. And so we use a lot of like raw materials to create very immersive environments and um, experiential moments as well. Um, I think for us, our edge is that we have an in-house wood shop in our South Florida location, like full-time section of the warehouse. We have an in-house floral designer and a whole team that can make anything out of foliage, floral, um, and accents in that regard. We also have uh, a fabrication department, our own Precious Leo, he is our fabric king and he can wrap and design and take things um, to another level. And so all of these textures and experiences kind of get married in the design and we can build a lot of different things. I'll let Brie kind of hit on some of the the top notes because she is the expert designer, (laughs) expert builder. She has an engineer's mind, which... Well, you know, when you're in events, you're like, okay, yeah, like put the sofa here, the bar goes here, and make sure there's room for the back bar. Like, yes, there is that, but then there's there literally is math and like inertia and gravity and just like timing that goes into custom fabrication. Like you're essentially building a room or an entrance or a structure from nothing in a temporary space, and it takes a lot of forethought and planning to do that correctly, safely, and in a beautiful way. I love that. So fascinating. I love hearing like the back, you know, how things come together. I love seeing those things. And I think that's what sets us apart is having all of these different, you know, experts in these various fields. So like I don't have to know everything. Sarah doesn't have to know anything. She can pick up the phone and she can call a Leo or a Brian in the wood shop or even Donovan and Steve in the lighting department. Like they are able to guide you of this is what I want to do. But what's the best, safest, and honestly, most cost-effective way to produce this? Because again, if this is a show that's going to have multiple waves, we can build it at one price point versus if this is going to be like a one-time use, then it's going to be, you know. So do planners just call you and be like, 
this is my vision and then you guys make that happen is, is that how it works honestly or? we see both sides right mm -hmm. uh some teams are very heavy on the design and they'll come with concept photos and this is really want, what i want to create mm -hmm. and then others are i need a really cool center bar and that's the guidance that we're given so it, you really see both sides of the spectrum on that and uh the more we get to be hands-on that we become better designers. So a lot of times I'll have the woodshop build me something and afterward I'll be like, okay, can you talk me through, you know, the different materials you used or how you did that? And he's like, Bree, it's already done. I was like, no, I understand that. But for <laughs> me to grow and to, you know, take that into the next design, right. I want to understand it. And, you know, there's different thicknesses to things, different weight distributions. Like there's all these different avenues that affect the end design. Mm -hmm. But um, I think one thing that's really set us apart recently is we uh, started using Google SketchUp, which helped me understand the structures and the ways that you need support beams run here or there. Because if you're rendering it and it's not in a straight line, you're like, why isn't that straight? Oh, I need to add a support beam here or there. So it's really helped me at least. Um, but also selling, it's one thing to see a bar on a on a proposal, right? A picture of a bar. Mm -hmm. That's one cost. But when you're trying to explain to your client, like, this is an insane, you know, I don't know, $20,000 bar. They're like, $20,000? That's crazy. Who would do that? But when you can actually see the visualization of it and see it rendered out, people are much more willing to fork over that little extra bit of money to be able to afford that statement piece. And I think that's a trend that we're seeing recently is like, the bigger you can go, the taller you can go, especially in these Orlando ballrooms, mm -hmm. they're massive. So if something doesn't have that height or that statement to it, does it? Bree's favorite saying is, that's too shrimpy. That looks really shrimpy. <laughs> I want to go big. She, uh, the taller, the better. <laughs> taller, the better. When Mr. Yeah. Orlando just said this yesterday at their luncheon, they they were showcasing um, their booth. They did an IMAX and their new oh, build out yeah. that's this huge orange, yeah. you know? And, and they said, we're just, you know, slightly obnoxious. And I took that as a compliment because it's like, oh, so you're that. noticing us. Yeah. So I totally get where your, your clients are coming from and looking for something that's just a little bit bigger and better. Yeah. All right, so help us get to know you personally a little bit better. You're into jumping off a building. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you do? She's the adventure seeker. <laughs> the adventure seeker. You know, so we actually just recently did a company holiday party where we got both offices together and uh, we were going to go paintballing because, you know. Any time to shoot people, let's do that. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, right as we're about to go down there, we, we, the girls and I were I don't think we're going to participate. Like, we'll, we'll hang out all day, but I don't think we're going to do that. As soon as we get there, I had immediate FOMO. So next thing you know, I was in the paintball field all day. Oh, um, my goodness. And I didn't want to get my Lululemons uh, paint all of them. So instead, <laughs> I chose to take on the full elf outfit. So like a like a like a onesie. Like a costume. No, it was the full costume. Like mm -hmm. vest. Like the Will Ferrell wear. Like the Will Ferrell elf. Wow, okay. And we also had a Santa, mm -hmm. our woodshop um guy brian i say guy he's way more than just the woodshop guy <laughs> he is the brains behind our woodshop um he was santa so he came as santa like full-on like that's fantastic right with the paintball gun i have a photo you can maybe even post that on um the swag and repeat it just reminds like, me of like on elf where he's like walking through central park or whatever and gets caught yes yes, yes. It, it, it just you're like walking yes. through the paintball field well that like, was what was so funny as you look out of this paintball field and there's you know there's probably 70 guys out there and then you have this little blonde girl running through yeah. with an elf. i was like yeah that was just she did really good i'm did not want to I get I still in there have at all. bruises. This was a month ago. I yeah. still have really? bruises. So it, oh, yeah. Day hurt then. You know, it's so fun that it doesn't like you're not really paying attention to the pain, but like uh, but the next day. I wouldn't yeah, recommend yeah. it if you need to be in a dress suit. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we always end with this question because we are running out of time. We're actually over time here, but uh, networking wise, where will we see you? I mean, obviously you, you did the Empire Orlando thing, but yeah. maybe what kind of groups are you in or where might we see this is an area of improvement for the both of us. I think that, um, you know, yes, the MPI, actually the MPI meeting was the first time I had been in a networking event. I mean, pre COVID maybe. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Welcome um, back. Tisk tisk. I know. Well, I and it's funny because you were president of something. Right? I was, yeah, okay, and, right, you know, yeah. in my former life, I was, you know, I was mentored by the networking queen herself, Lindsay Masterson. And, um, I think that if you know that name, you know what I mean by that. And mm -hmm. so she was my mentor and it, we just followed suit and I was everywhere and I did a lot and I loved it. I, I really did. But then, you know, COVID happens and life happens. Now I have two young girls 
and you know the timing you're not going to find me at a 7 p.m event i'm just going to say it sure so, um, i'm looking for lunches and breakfast i think that i've been a little bit more revitalized and incentivized with our new intern caitlin just to kind of get her out because i'm passionate about connecting you know these young professionals with people in the industry that can make a difference for them so i think you might see me at some undetermined on which ones but we always make it to like the annual you know the end of year joint holiday but um yeah speaking of the presidency i was the president of ilea in 2016 2017 years so um i have ran i i know all the things about the networking and i i love everyone who does it it's a circuit it's a freaking part-time job and it it can be really rewarding so applause to you guys for making it happen at all times (laughs) well i'm glad we asked her that was good Uh, are you out and about at all or so I think the biggest struggle with us being able to commit to a lot of those things is that we are on site as well. And you just never know when you're at an event set up, like exactly when you're going to be able to leave. And, yeah. and a lot of times it's, you know, moments before doors. And so sometimes you're not getting out of these hotels till 7, 730 at night. Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately, I have not, you know, really made Maybe the this circuit. Maybe this is the year of seeing yeah. you out and about at a coffee yeah. talk. Yeah. Once or twice more. Yes. Jumping sure. off buildings. Maybe, maybe GMED. Who knows? That's a big one that everybody loves to do. I saw that at the MPI, the announcement. That is a good one. Put it on your calendar. Mm-hmm. If it works out for you, we'd yeah. love to have you uh, for an extension of GMED conversation so right. well, i think that's it for us yeah so coming back next week we have orlando Calderon with afr all right well that's it for us Bree. thanks so much sarah thanks so much for coming on the show tara thank you for filling in for selena thank you for having me thank Joe, you. you're always just so great always a pleasure yes we'll see you next week have bye. a great week bye you are listening to swag and repeat repeat the voice for orlando's meeting and event industry